We are so glad you decided to join us today for our Compelled podcast. We hope this message encourages and inspires you. We would love for you to message us on social media and connect through our website at compelled316.com. Now let's get started. Bob Morrison is here to get us thinking about what it means to live a compelled life. Hey, how's your week going? Hey, I'm glad you're with me to hang out and let's talk about something a little crazy, the tipping point. The tipping point is when you get to that place in your life where you wake up, you look in the mirror and say, how did I get here? Yeah, there's this Talking Heads song, man. I love Talking Heads. They got some crazy stuff. And there's this song, I think it's called Once in a Lifetime. And he says something like, you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. You may find yourself in uh, some kind of house. And then you ask yourself, how did I get here? And that's the extent of it. You know, we ask ourselves, how did I get here? You see, it's, it's not really a conscious choice or even an instant choice that we say, hey, I just want to go be broken or I just want to go be lost or I just want to go be addicted. It takes time and each day involves a choice. Like, who am I hanging out with? What are we doing? Where are we going? You know, it's really true. The five people that you hang out with and spend the most time with, that's who you will become like. I'm not making that up, man. It is very true. Now, the other two of those are when and why. That's the five W's. Who, what, where, when, and why. So the when and why, that's about coping mechanisms. You got to ask yourself, why am I doing this? What's making me do this? And when did it trigger me to do this? Everybody has triggers. Some people say, you know what? I'm 80 pounds overweight, but something triggers me to run and go get something more to eat. I'm addicted and something says, I'm gonna run and go get more of whatever I'm addicted to. No matter what it is, we go to our comfort zone when we're stressed. So we gotta figure out how to reshape that by the five people we hang out with. I mean, it makes sense. If you've got four buds that are gonna say, hey, let's just figure this out together, but we are not gonna run back to our old ways. We are not gonna run to some crazy bad habit that's gonna wreck our lives and we're gonna wake up saying, how did I get here? I was thinking about a situation, you know? There was someone that I talked to, it's been quite a while ago. Um, She was a mother. She had two kids, had this awesome little house with a garden and a minivan. She had a good job and she smiled and she sang all the time. She was just one of those people that you just could see the light coming out of her. But something happened in her life and she ended up with just her and the two kids. And it was a stressor that she just couldn't deal with. And she began to hang out with all the wrong people. So if we fast forward to now, to that same person, she's single, addicted to meth. She's lost custody of her children. She's lost her house. She has no license, no car, no job, and probably feels like no future. And she has to be asking herself, how did I get here? And I even heard her say it one time, how did I get here out loud? And man, I I wanted to answer her, but I knew she really wasn't asking for an answer. She was just doing that rhetorical, how did I get here? And I knew the next part of it. 
She was asking herself, how did I get here? How did I end up paying for drugs with sex? How did I end up sleeping in a car or wherever I could find a place to lay my head down? How come all my teeth are jacked up? How come I'm not singing anymore? It took time. It took a lot of bad choices over and over. Another person that I was thinking about that came to mind, he said that to me from his prison cell. How did I get here? He was young, but he was older in his years. You know, he was one of those that when you looked at him, you said, oh, wow, he looks pretty young. But then when he spoke, you realize he's had a lot going on. And I said, well, I don't know how you got here, man. You're going to have to tell me. So he told me the story about how he had an awesome mom that took him to church every Sunday. He knew God. He knew the Bible. But by the time he turned 18, he began hanging out with people more like what we would consider gangs. But they made him feel like family and they made him feel important. And they said, listen, you know, we could give you a promotion in the gang. And that was promised for him to just be willing to say, I'm just going to shoot a random person. So he fired two random shots. And a father of three on his way home from work, took his last breath on the steps of his house. He never met his shooter. And now his shooter sits in a cell for the next 30 years asking himself, how did I get here? You know, it's so much about what we do and the choices we make that directs us to where we're going. And I think a lot of times we just lack the right people around us to say, you sure you want to do that? You sure you want to go in that direction? Let's find another way. Let's find a way that doesn't involve you ending up addicted or broken or messed up or in jail or whatever it is. I don't know, man. I see a lot of tragedy out there in my life and work. And it always comes down to that. Somebody saying, I just made one bad choice after another. But it starts with that first one. And it breaks my heart. Because I watch a lot of good people just totally turn their lives into crap. It doesn't have to be that way. But that tipping point, I was thinking about when I was a kid, there was a game and we would pour a little bit of sand. Every time you lost a spin on the board, you had to dump a little bit of sand in this little shovel into something that looked like a teeter-totter, basically. Well, once you got too much sand in it, it was no longer balanced, and it just swings over. The tipping point reaches, it swings over and destroys the whole tower, and you lose. And I was like, that's it right there. You know, every time we make a bad choice, we're just pouring a little bit of sand into something and we're adding a little bit more weight and pretty soon we're gonna reach a tipping point and it's gonna destroy the whole thing. I don't want that for anybody. I think that there's a really cool story that comes out of the Bible about Paul. Paul was originally called Saul and he was a notorious gang leader. Basically, he hunted down Christians and he was mere than a snake. He wanted to drag every one of them out and beat them and let them die if that's necessary, take them to prison. 
He just wanted Christians out of his life and out of his world. And so one day, Saul is taking a walk on this road and this blinding light just comes out of nowhere and a voice calls out and, and, he, and Saul is blinded. I mean, he's just like, whoa, what's going on? And here's this voice, why are you persecuting me? He says, who is this? Well, it was Jesus. He said, this is the Lord. And Saul is terrified because he's blind. And it could have stopped right there, you know. The Lord could have gave him his sight back. But instead, he goes, you know what? I need you to struggle for a couple days. So I'm just going to let you stay blind. And uh, it's all going to work itself out. So Saul gets led by strangers to this town. And the Lord tells another guy, hey, I want you to go heal him. I want you to give him his sight back. I don't know if you remember that in one of the podcasts we talked about this. And it was amazing. But the point is, even with Saul getting his sight back, he could have just went right back to his bad habits, hunting down Christians and killing them. But he doesn't. Instead, it's a tipping point in the right direction. He suddenly says, whoa, the Lord is real. The Lord is everything and more. So he begins to pour in to telling everybody he can about God. And because of that, he becomes this amazing writer in the Bible that brings so much encouragement to people. And it all happened because of some major event. I hope that you don't have to get knocked blind for you to figure out that God is really everything he says he is and more. I hope that it doesn't go that long for you before that happens, you know? I hope that you find a way to just say, man, no more. I gotta pick new friends. I gotta pick new coping mechanisms. I gotta pick a new direction. I want my tipping point to be a good one. I want it to be a tipping point that says I'm all in. Every day when I open my mouth, they're gonna know who I love. It's the Lord above. Every day when I bring sunshine and light into the room, it's because of that tipping point. I'm, I'm not going back. I want it to be so that everyone who meets me says, man, that dude is crazy on fire, jacked up on Jesus, loves the Lord, wants to make the world a better place. That's what I want for you and me. Because if we can do that, can you imagine the amount of change that can take place? We can be the ripple effect. So this week, while you're digging in hard, and you're thinking about just retreating and going back to your old stuff, I want you to think real serious about saying it's time for a change, maybe new friends, maybe a new circle, maybe a new place. Find people who encourage you and build you up. Find people who do not guide you and let you tear yourself down. Hey, I love you. The Lord loves you. We got this. Take a deep breath. Keep going. And I will see you somewhere out there. We are truly thankful you chose to spend some time with us here at Compelled. If you enjoyed today's message, we encourage you to like it, share it on social media, and check out our website, compelled316.com. God bless you, and we hope you have an amazing day. We'll see you somewhere out there.